Welcome to the Stronger Business Podcast, where we discover how to get stronger together. What is up, entrepreneurs and business owners? Welcome back to the Stronger Business Podcast. This week is going to be epic. This is going to be a fun episode for me. She's a friend of mine. I've got to know her over the past couple of years. We're in a millionaire mastermind group together. We get to share stories and learn from each other and get coached every week. It is an awesome way to connect once a week um, with a small group of entrepreneurs and business owners, and, and we love it. I love it. I'm so excited she's joining us here on the podcast today. Let me tell you a little bit about the guest. She is a PR strategist and expert. She's an entrepreneur, a business owner, a brand builder, a storyteller. She's a pioneer. She's been so courageous in stepping out multiple things that we all try to accomplish in our business. She owns a company called JJPR as a boutique boutique PR marketing and events firm. Crazy awesome, been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Southern Living, which you've won like over 50 awards. It's crazy. You're, I see all the time there's like awards and you're going to banquets and stuff to be recognized as super cool. I love every minute of it. You're a mom. You've got a new venture called the PR Pros, which we're going to get into and really talk about today. Jennifer Jenkins, welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Chad. I'd love to be here with you. You're so exciting. I, I feel like, okay, I got to live up to Chad here. <laughs> you have already lived up. You've done so <laughs> much. And it's, I got so excited because we've got to know each other a lot over the past couple of years. And I got really excited you're going to be on the podcast. And then I started reading about your story and some things I didn't even know. And I'm like, this is awesome. Like, this is exactly what our audience needs to hear. And that's that's really what I want to dive into to start out is you had an awesome job, salary, benefits. I mean, honestly, like the dream job. You were at, at an agency, a, a big agency, and yeah. through some family stuff, you decided to step out and like solopreneur this thing on your own. Now you've grown it to over 10 employees. Not only that, you branched off into a whole nother piece of the business with the PR pros. How in the world did you get here? How did you take those first steps? How did you get the courage to really just say, you know what? I'm tired of being an employee and I want to be a business owner. Guide us, teach us, tell us. Oh, wow. That's a, it's a really long story. So I'll try to give the cliff notes today. <laughs> um, you know, I think it really just all started with my family. Um, my, um, my husband and I, we had two young boys, seven and nine, and then found out we were expecting a little girl again, seven years, um, later than our middle one. And I worked for a wonderful agency based in Mobile, Alabama. We had some wonderful clients um, across the spectrum from healthcare, manufacturing, telecommunications. Um, but, you know, after maternity leave, I came back and it was one thing to leave my husband at home with uh, two little boys who could feed and bathe themselves. And then, you know, Chad, you've got a newborn. I know. All too, I relate so much more now than I would have six months ago. 
<laughs> yeah. So to leave him with a new baby and having, you know, someone who really depended on you for every single thing, you know, I just really had to take a step back and say, you know, what makes sense for, for my family and I. And so that is when I made the very tough decision uh, to leave the agency I was working for and branch out on my own um, in what I thought was going to be a solopreneur uh, PR practice and, you know, just me at a desk in the corner of my house and a, a small baby in a carrier, you know, bouncy seat. So that's kind of how I thought it was going to get started. And, um, and it did, um, but it quickly started growing from some of the relationships and people who I'd met through my, um, throughout my career. And so, um, you know, that's really kind of the short story to it. But if I'm being honest, um, I really do have, a passion for uh, business ownership and being, you know, working for a small business. Um, my my dad and my grandmother were kind of entrepreneurs. So I guess I could say I come from a long line. My grandmother, she owned a cafe. She was into real estate. Uh, and my dad, he actually had, um, had a business that sold kind of the predecessor to cell phones, which was mobile telephones for oil and gas, uh, people in the oil and gas industry. So, you know, I was like in the 90s, early 90s, I had one in my car that could call people. So it looked like a CB radio back then. So uh, it was even before the bag phones. But so I say that because I think that, you know, I really have a spirit of entrepreneurship. I, I really, um, I think I didn't realize that I enjoyed taking risk as much as I do until I got older. And I realized that I like to constantly challenge myself. So that's kind of how it all got started. And, you know, I think it was for us, it was the right decision. Yes, was it scary? Uh, but I had a good friend who said, you know, you were a pioneer. You were like being a, you know, a girl boss before girls were really doing all that. And I was like, well, I've never thought about it, but thank you. That was the sweetest compliment. And so I, um, you know, I didn't really do it for fame or glory. I really did it because I wanted to be able um, as a woman in business to be able to continue to work and do what I enjoyed in the communications and public relations field, but not to have to sacrifice any time with my family and to be able to, I don't, I hate to use the word balance because every day is like, you know, what's, uh, <laughs> it's a juggling act, but at the same time, uh, we do have the opportunity to really uh, set our schedules and prioritize what's important. And so as the business started growing, um, hiring other females into the business, it's just really important, I think, to give people that opportunity and know that's that's probably why we're all working at the end of the day is for our families and for a great quality of life. So, Absolutely. I love it. I often refer to us in kind of a serious kind of a joking manner is somewhat broken as entrepreneurs. Like somehow we, we leave our jobs because we like going to pursue like owning our own business and having free time and having that balance. And then we spend, I think what's the rest of our lives trying to figure out how to make enough money to have that balance or hire enough people. I don't know that we ever really figured out. <laughs> you know, entrepreneurs are really the only thing people who trade in a 40 to 50 hour work week for an 80 hour work week and love it. I mean, it's kind of, it's twisted. It's a little bit sick. I think there's probably something to that. We probably all need a little <laughs> counseling at times, but uh, that's truly, I, I mean, it, it's true. You, you never stop thinking about it. You're always, you know, trying to do better for your business, for your team members, for yourself. And that's been so evident in just getting to know you and and seeing and talking about business every week with you for the past couple of years. It's like you are so passionate about 
making things better and trying so hard for your customers and your team and your business. Like, oh, it's it's like emotional. Like, I don't I don't know if other people experience this or not, but I know for us, like in our mastermind, yeah. I mean, we get upset. We like get yeah. teary eyed sometimes. Like we care so much about our business and our our team and our clients. Like it's it's everything. Going back to that early like leap for you when you were still an employee and you knew, hey, I, some things are happening. I want more control. I'm about to go out and be a solopreneur and work in my living room forever and live the dream. <laughs> Did you have any idea at that point? Like you have that kind of entrepreneur bug or you're like, hey, I think deep down I'm an entrepreneur or was that like so far removed? You didn't even recognize it at the time. No, I think I really probably was just returning to my true calling because um, when I had my first child, who I'm going to uh, age myself a little bit, he's 23 now, um, I actually did go back to work. Same agency, funny enough, as they called me back after I had taken about a five-year hiatus to be at home with the boys, but I never stopped working. I continued to freelance and I actually did some work for them, um, magazines and um, other types of people needing PR services and clients. And so I never wanted to take my foot off the pedal with that because I could already see then it was changing and going to be something different every day. And now I'm so glad I look back because, um, you know, the the pace of the learning and keeping up. I almost laughed when you said expert. I never feel like anyone is an expert anymore, especially me. And that's why, you know, just a thirst for learning and always being curious and trying to find new ways to serve people and, and make ourselves better for other clients. That's really where my heart is. So I, I think I probably was just returning to my roots. So <laughs> I love it. that's really, really cool. So for JJPR your client base right now, it's somewhat a certain level or a certain niche. You're you're not the the PR and marketing firm for everybody or all businesses, right? It's you're pretty specialized in what you do from my understanding. Did you know that going in or when you first started, were you like, hey, this is exactly who I want to serve? Or were you, I'll take anybody and everybody that wants to pay me? How did you get <laughs> where you're at with your clients right now? Well, that's been a long road as well. Um, you know, I definitely knew what my focus was on uh, specifically public relations. And I wanted to really ensure that I was delivering, um, you know, a service that could be measured and kind of show that return to their business. And that was one thing at the time, um, you know, Google Analytics were just coming into being and it was um, advertising and um, other forms of ads were really hard to track. And so, but PR, you could really kind of take a look and, and see, you know, and they always said like a third party endorsement through PR was more valuable than you purchasing an ad, you know, just um, there used to be a multiplier of three times, but, um, you know, I think that, of course, I knew where I was working best at, but I was scrappy. I took every client. Uh, of course, I'd worked in healthcare and manufacturing with my previous agency, but being a small business owner, you know, I was always, I'm very passionate about other small businesses and that specifically nonprofit organizations. Um, but as we grew, what I found is that we do our best work with companies who kind of almost like, uh, 
supplement to their in-house marketing team, or if it's a one-person marketing director, we really help provide them a full range of services. But those tend to be in healthcare organizations, manufacturing organizations, um, even education and governmental nonprofits. So we're very focused on the service side. Um, so that has, we did not have a really good niche, I would say, when we started. But uh, you do learn that you can't serve everyone and serve them well. Yes, you can do it. Um, and while it, I always say, yeah, our clients look a little different. You know, we don't sell beautiful clothes for, uh, you know, helping them get placements in that or earrings that and beautiful jewelry, although we have done that. Uh, but where we've really found we're best at and kind of working in our zone of genius is through JJPR is through those uh, major manufacturing education healthcare clients. So, yeah. And that's, I love the way you mentioned like zone of genius and you're way smarter than I am because you learn this way faster. Like it, it took me, it truly took me 22 years to learn that of like trying to serve everybody and everything is not the answer to a successful business. And, uh, to really the, the work-life balance, if there is a such thing or to, you know, manage that, that profit versus sustainability, the, the niche side, I, for anybody out there listening, I, I don't know why we're so hard-headed with that as business owners and entrepreneurs, but uh, good grief. It is the answer to all of your problems. I can almost guarantee it or majority of them. It, it's so. It, it really is. But I think where we come from is we want to keep the lights on. We want to make sure our employees have, you know, stability. We want to make sure our families have stability. So it's more of just a, you know, fight or flight mode that you're in, especially when you start business. So I, I don't, I almost think you have to go through that to get to the other side there there and it kudos to those people who start out knowing exactly their niche and their service or product that they're providing because it also took me a little while i didn't learn right away either so i agree with that i, I think you do have to start out that way because there's just i mean you can listen or read to all the things you want to but until you're you're in it and you got you need that business to pay your bills that month or to make payroll like it's Anything and everybody just becomes, I don't know, the hustle or the grind. Fair game. It's fair game. You're like, let's do it. We can we can do this, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll figure it out. I'm in. Um, but then you start you start learning like, all right, now I'm making enough money to pay my bills, but I'm not necessarily financially where I think I need to be, or now like my time is way upside down. I'm working 70 hours a week. So I don't know. It's it's an interesting way how it gets there. And some of us learn slower than others, but at least I'm where I need to be now and loving being in our little niche part of business of what we do. Now, Same. I think for both of us, we're still, even though we niche in a certain part of our business or we serve a very specific type of customer in a boutique way in a small number of customers, at heart, we're still entrepreneurs. We're still yeah. business owners. There's nothing we love more than helping and serving other entrepreneurs and being a part of conversations with other people trying to grow or take risk or joining in yeah. at conferences yeah. or retreats with other business owners. Entrepreneurs. It's just, it's just who it's just ingrained in us is who we are, is who we love, who we love to be, who we, who we love to be around, who we love to help, which I'm guessing it had something to do with what was born of the PR pros. 
It absolutely was. And, you know, um, hindsight's always twenty twenty. I actually, our um, business coach, Sally Holder, um, that Chad keeps mentioning in terms of our um, mastermind, she and I kind of, I told her I had this idea. And this was back in like 2019 when I first started working with her in the spring. And um, I, I said, you know, I, I know we are having to, I hate to say turn away, but we're having to be more selective because we know who we can serve best and we know who um, who gets us. And But I, at the same time, I have this real passion to serve small business owners and small businesses as they're coming up and help them find a way to, uh, you know, do it yourself marketing, if you will, because there's so many tools that have um, come of age, like Canva and um, other tools that make it easy. But at the same time, as I mentioned, the field is constantly changing. So keeping up, we're like, I'd love to be able to provide some type of service or coaching or resources for them. And, you know, she really encouraged me. And then, of course, I started thinking about what we would call it. And I found a URL with the PRPros.com. And I got it that day. And I literally bought it that day. I pulled in the parking lot. I think I was dropping my daughter off at gymnastics. And I called Sally and she goes, no way, you must buy it. And so I did. And then it took me um, probably about a year and a half to two years to get it fully trademarked. Of course, the pandemic kind of set in. And like I said, I should have you, you can should have yourself to death, really. But um, in terms of getting it off the ground, I was really um, distracted by a lot of what our needs of our clients were within JJPR and did not want to take any time away from that. And so um, we tended to put that on the back burner whenever there was, you know, a project or timeline due for it. And but fast forward to 2023 and we launched it at the beginning of this year and we've started. We have um, a coaching program called Storytelling That Sells. Uh, we actually are about to, uh, to launch our first PR course, which we're so excited about. And then a lot of very affordable online downloadable tools uh, in our pro shop that we call it. Kind of like I got my husband loves golf. So that's kind of where the name was born. So the pro shop. And so anyway, um, it's, it's constantly evolving, which I think you have to do. And there are so many similar programs out there, but I know that. I have a true passion for serving small business owners like myself and want to see them succeed and know that they have to do it on a shoestring budget. And so that is how we're trying to, you know, serve them and want to make sure that we're continuing to be niched down in our core business at JJPR, but launch the BR pros to continue to work with and serve small businesses. All right. I love this so much. And I want to really <laughs> kind of dive into this more to make sure I understand it. Cause this is super exciting for me as a small business owner. And in some of my businesses, I, I just, there's just not the size where I can outsource to an agency or I can af afford a marketing person or a part-time marketing right. person or a firm. And if I understand what the PRs offers correctly, it's essentially a DIY toolbox yeah. for anybody that wants to get knowledge and shortcuts and templates and content and guidance from professionals and experts without yeah. having necessarily fund the cost of a firm or, or it's still a, let me get right. the tools and do it myself versus just pay somebody with the tools to go do it for me. 
Exactly. And that's kind of where our thought came in. And like I said, it evolved and took many shapes. And we started with courses and we said, no, let's do coaching. And then we went back to courses. And, you know, what you find is that different business owners need different things. I think just like you and I, my favorite hour of the week really is in our mastermind group because um, it is a time to pose questions and get um, answers and advice and guidance from other professionals um, who are kind of in a similar situation with you in your business, but also uh, in a totally different type of business. You're in, you know, accounting and finance. And of course, I'm in the PR and marketing side. And so um, we decided to do that just because we knew that um, people are smart. There's so many resor- resources out there, but I also think we have to be careful. And I knew that we, from um, the agency side, had really built uh, what I felt was a very good reputation and done a lot of good work uh, for our clients and could offer something different and really be able to be, you know, a guide and help people pare down their messaging and their story um, in a way that was going to help um, sometimes simplify because what we find are sometimes very uh, problems are almost the same across the board, no matter what type of client it is. And so when you start seeing those types of things, you know, okay, we can do this. We may not be able to be their personal agency, but we can share with them some of our best practices that we put into place for clients day in, day out. That's so awesome. And I think it's things have changed so much. Like, this is the huge need for us as business owners and entrepreneurs is these type of resources back up. I don't know, let's say 10 years ago, probably even way less than that. And I didn't know what tools were. And when it comes to like marketing or PR, I'm like, what, what do I do? Where would I go get it? What even would I need? Where would I start? Now it's almost the opposite. There's like thousands of tools out there and thousands. Oh, you should do this. You should do that. This algorithm, this place, don't do this, do this. Here's these templates. Use this program, use this app. Here's this content. Here's this Instagram person. It's like, how do I sort through the thousands of things and thousands of pieces of advice? And and now I know the stuff's out there, but it's almost so overwhelming. I need a clear like roadmap of like, Use this tool, start here. Use this, do this next. And is that yes. kind of what the PR pro yes. offers? Yes. And so we have our courses, we'll take like one kind of deep dive topic and we're launching our first um, online course, the PR course. And it will be a lot of, uh, of the downloadable tools, but we'll take you through those, like how some of the best practices in media pitching and examples and kind of how to how to write those and even a template for thinking about your media and who you want to target. Uh, but kind of also an overarching PR plan because what we often find is people try to go wide rather than deep, no matter what it is, whether it's social media or email marketing or, you know, they're trying to be on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, Twitter and TikTok and Snapchat. And it's just too much and really helping them to think about their audiences, who they're truly trying to serve and starting with one and doing it really well and then growing that and continuing um, the same way with PR, really thinking about where uh, I always like to call it kind of low hanging fruit. Uh, where are your, what are your customers listening to? What are they reading? What are they watching? And using those kind of uh, that kind of information to inform a PR strategy and a PR plan. So we take 
we'll take them through that in a PR course. Um, we also have some of those tools. Say you've already had some lessons around those things. And you just want the tools. You can download those from the pro shop. And then we have our storytelling that sells um, monthly coaching group. And we meet one-on-one. -on -one. It's a very small, um, small group setting and kind of talk with one another about uh, their challenges. We really start with their customer journey and kind of helping them to uh, break down that brand in a way that uh, people are going to understand because people really do truly connect with stories. I don't know about you, but I stop reading if I don't feel like, hey, I'm not connecting. And that's just my personality, you know, a little bit of ADD. You also have to be a little ADD to be an entrepreneur, I will say. I think there, that's almost a requirement. And so um, with that, just really kind of uh, helping them niche down in their messaging because sometimes we try to be so broad that it it's like what do they do you don't even know so i love that those are yeah and we even do some strategy sessions as well um they're real intensive where we will help walk you through that and if you're not interested in like a long-term coaching agreement um you um can just do a strategy session that's really kind of an immersive experience with our team so I think for me, I don't, the light bulb went off at some point and I started understanding that branding in PR long-term is way more important than marketing. Um, I, I believed market for the longest time, marketing was the answer. You, you pay on Facebook or you pay on Google ads and let's come up with some really funny marketing campaign or some really quirky or brilliant, like, sales approach. And at some point I, through more education and learning and reading and watching it, it, I really flipped and understood branding and PR is and storytelling about who you are and why you do it. And, and why you're an awesome win for your customer is way more important. I think than any piece of marketing or sales pitch or other things out there is that, is that the case or is that just what I think in my head at this stage in the game? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. And I think that's one of the reasons that when I started um, JJPR that I wanted the focus to be PR because, and now it's such an integrated field. You do need to do so many different facets of it. But with PR, um, you're really trying to promote your organization in a way um, that's going to have some positive public perception. And when you think about branding, it's everything someone thinks and feels about your brand. And public relations probably contributes to that. In my opinion, while we marketing sales are helping them get to your brand, public relations is what is really helping them to understand your brand. And so uh, oftentimes brands don't do a good job of managing their communication reputation through um, through public relations efforts. And that's when you start to see issues. Um, a lot of times people only think the brand is the actual logo, but it's so much more than that. And, it, you know, it's everything that people think about it and feel about it. That's so, awesome. Yeah, that's one of the things we really talk about in the very first um, module of the PR course is just really the difference in PR and marketing. And 
um, how they work kind of symbiotically together. Um, you know, PR doesn't always have an impact on sales. It usually indirectly promotes your product. Whereas when you think about marketing, sales, Facebook advertising, Instagram advertising through Meta, all of those are really a direct correlation with your sales. So, yeah, I think it all circles around sales. Sales equals revenue, revenue equals profit. And that's why we're all in business. Like these things are hugely yeah. important. And, and, probably one of the most important things all business owners should focus on and, and have on their radar. Because again, it's without sales and without sustainability and revenue coming in the door, your business just isn't going to work. And that's, I really like that side of explanation of what y'all are teaching of marketing and of PR and branding. I think it's it's so freaking important. And I, I just never realized that until, again, I, I learned everything about 20 years in. And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God, I was making this way harder than I ever needed to. And I was spending, I say spending, wasting way more money than I needed to in some of these yeah. efforts of trying to market or drive business. And um, I think things like the PR pros can help that learning curve and just really encourage everybody to look at plugging in and and getting advice from experts, um, it's, you know, I guess this is the equivalent of, you know, learning from experts as opposed to paying a premium to hire experts to do it, which is an awesome right. opportunity for any entrepreneur or business owner out there listening. Um, I want to switch gears and go back to JJPR for a second, because I'm okay. curious about something that I want to know. And I think our listeners will find it um, oh, uh, awesome as well. So you've been a solopreneur, you've been an agency with five employees, you've been an agency with 10 plus employees, you, you've got a lot of experience under your belt at this point of running your own business. Was it easier at, or harder at those levels? Like it was so, being a solopreneur so much easier than running an operation with 10 plus employees? Or was it like, man, when I was at five employees, that was the hardest place. And I want, I wanted to go backwards, but I pushed forward and now it's amazing. Or is it the hardest it's ever been right now? What's your feeling and what's your experience on the different sizes you, you've been as, as part of your JJPR? Wow. That's a, that's a really deep question, Chad, for a Monday morning. Uh, so um, I think that for every stage in the business, there are pieces of running that business that are easier and harder. I think that um, there is definitely um, the pressure of, you know, um, steady revenue and steady client base is, it doesn't feel as pressureful for the owner when you are smaller with one or two. And as you grow, obviously you have to have, um, it's, it looks much different today, the tools and um, processes and project management systems that we have in place today look so different than they did 13 years ago uh, because you have to have repeatable systems and processes with the more people you have. And that's such a critical part of it. Yet at the same time, I would say that because we have been one of the ways that JJPR uh, began to grow was I mentioned that public relations and integrate is such an integrated um, field in communications um, today. And it started out, you know, um, 
you didn't really have to, I mean, I think I had a website for the first four years of my business, you know, that's kind of terrible to admit, but I didn't, you know, we were getting a lot of referrals. It was people we knew and worked with and that was okay. Uh, but as time has evolved, that is such a critical piece to be, um, to reflect and validate, um, the professionalism of your business and, you know, that you're reputable. And so that is how we began to grow and adding people who, you know, could develop websites specifically for our clients or who could develop uh, creative materials or who specialized in social media or email marketing. And so that is how we began to grow with our our team and making sure that we were serving our clients really well through that. Um, so what I would say is I think that with a larger team, we definitely deliver um, much more expertise. And um, one of the, one of the things we often tell our clients, um, you know, you can't hire just one person, you know, when in, inside your, your company who can do all that we can do, for what the cost of our, you know, monthly retainer consulting services are. Um, so we can deliver much more. And I do think that that has allowed me the, the ability to focus as an owner on the ways to grow the company and be focused more on that and not trying to be a little red hen doing it all. I think I did my you'll die. I, I was I'm pretty proficient in QuickBooks. Uh, but for eight years, I did all of my own, you know, invoicing, um, you know, um, receivables, all the things. And so it's really hard to kind of move out of that mindset of the little red hen from going from one, two, three, five people. Um, and that's really the way you you have to start thinking in order to grow. And so I don't know if that answers your question, but I would definitely say, you know, having people on my team who are experts in finance and who handle the HR and who handle um, the legal area, um, that of which I never tried to touch. But, you know, it's it's very important to have pros. And we have been very fortunate to find people who um, are part of our team kind of in a fractional way to, you know, help support JJPR. So that's a great answer and totally <laughs> make it totally makes sense. And the reason I ask is I constantly hear like, well, when you're 10 times the size, things get way easier. Or when you're five times bigger, like you can serve your clients way better or you can offer more things. And so your answer completely makes sense and really helps me understand, okay, as you have more experts, as you have more people, you can offer so much more to the client and so much more can be handled from an outsourcing standpoint. And instead of them hiring one person, now they've hired some 10 people, a team that has right. different levels of expertise and and specializes in different things to help them from a PR and a marketing and a branding scenario. So that that definitely helps paint the picture of why that's the case as you as you grow. Some things get harder, some things get easier, right. but all in all, you're able to deliver a much better service to your clients. And I think that that's something that's important to all of us. So I like that. It's a great answer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you've done that too. You've scaled and it's, um, it's always a challenge, I think, and um, very important to just keep your mindset. It's never been about being big in terms of the number of people. It's always been about delivering the best possible service we can 
um, in our field. And that's really where I try to keep my head focused day in, day out. Um, and when we see that, hey, we need to bring on someone who has this area of expertise, you know, um, probably about two years ago, uh, actually three now, you know, we brought someone on our team who was a producer and specialized in video and web production because, you know, our account team was kind of handling some of those things. And while we did a good job, it was not really our zone of genius and so bringing in someone who did that day out and day out it was a game changer for us so yes and i'm guessing well i shouldn't assume this but i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm going to um, i feel like as business owners we live in this world because i get excited when you start talking about bringing on like producers and videographers and i'm like oh i want to bring that on and i could so much more <laughs> marketing and so much more cool stuff with my businesses but if you're anything like me, it's like the cobbler's kids don't have any shoes. Like my exactly accounting, right. I, I neglect my tax return gets pushed to the last. Is it the same <laughs> with you? Like your, is your internal stuff like get pushed to the side because you're so like dedicated Absolutely. to serving clients? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes. We actually rebranded um, and rolled it out in early 2023. And my team did a really great job of keeping me on track because honestly, I was, I will always put the client work before us. Yep. And so it's really hard to understand that they all work together and making time to prioritize the promotion of yourself and your business, you know, through things like this too. Even this podcast is great for us. Um, and it, it's really hard because you, you always, always want to be mind on the client, mind on serving them well. And, uh, but at the same time, in order for them to see your value, you have to tell them in a really good, understandable way, who you are, what you do. You got to look polished. You know, you can't go in with scuffed up shoes, you know? Yep. Absolutely. I love it. All right, Jennifer, this is my favorite part of the podcast. This is the Stronger Business Podcast Max Out Moment. This is where you as the guests get to share your max out moment with our audience. If you could leave them with one tactic, one tip, one takeaway, Something go out and do this weekend. It could be a book to read. It could be a piece of advice. It could be some marketing tool. It could be go sign up for something. What would you leave as your max out moment as we wrap up this episode? I think I would tell your audience that staying curious as a business owner is probably one of the most important things that you can do, not only for yourself, but for your business and for your team members, because everything is constantly changing. And early on in my career, someone told me, if you keep doing what you've always been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've always gotten. So reading, I read so many business books like A, a Real Nerd, I truly do. But one of my favorite is Traction by Gina Wickman. So if you've never read that, um, I would highly recommend it. If you manage a team, I also love Kim Scott's Radical Candor. It's an absolute favorite of mine. Um, and I think that just always being curious to new ways of approaching things and um, making sure that your team kind of understands what's in your head um, is really important because sometimes we have all these ideas, but are not if we don't articulate them. Um, and so being curious, not only in what you read and digest every day, but in, in who you're meeting and where you're going and opening yourself up to opportunities uh, is so key to being um, kind of in a mindset of growth continually. That is 
so true. And I know for me as an entrepreneur, not only does that curiosity help keep my business like relevant and adapting and changing, it's what I need. Like I need that, yeah, people, yeah. that, that challenge, that energy. And so that is like an amazing max out moment that every level of like entrepreneur <laughs> business owner needs to hear. This has been awesome. I love catching up with you every week uh, on our little millionaire um, group we have and and getting together. And thanks to Sally and the Brim, I encourage anybody to this out there listening, check out the Brim, check out Sally Holder. That's how Jennifer and I met. That's how we're continually getting coached and share stories and tools with each other on how to grow our businesses. Sally and her team is so awesome. But you... You, you've been awesome today. This has exceeded all my expectations. You provided us with amazing stories and advice. It's been fantastic. Where do people connect with you? Where do they find out more? You can find us. Um, JJPRAgency.com is our website and also the PRPros.com. And then also on Instagram, JJPRAgency. And I think it's the.pr.pros on Instagram. We're on, if you just Google us, it'll come up. I promise. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. And, you know, it's just a passion and a real honor for us to help businesses grow through their PR and marketing. Yes, I highly encourage all of you to check out Jennifer, JJPR, the PR pros. So many things out there to help you grow, make you more successful, help you make more money in your business. Y'all are awesome. Thank you for joining us today. Hope everybody has an awesome weekend and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Stronger Business Podcast. We're excited to come to you again next week with more tools and tactics to help you get stronger in your business and in your life. Check us out on Instagram at Stronger Business or follow us uh, on our website at StrongerBusiness.com. Have an awesome rest of your day and we'll see you next week.